0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mark Cologne Sports Ah. Podcast. Yes, that is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is your boy with his son, the one, the only, the boy and the wonder, Mark and MJ Cologne. That was pretty nice, pretty nice, right, MJ? How y'all doing tonight? Well, this morning, actually. I'm still used to doing the podcast at night, so this morning thing kind of has me off right now. (laughs) But no, yeah, seriously, um, it's uh, interesting, um, you know, this week, I know, there's so much going on this week, I mean, um, the NBA draft is tonight, um, you got a great uh Thursday night football matchup tomorrow. You got that um <clears throat> you also have um what else you got uh uh Saturday night you got Unc. he's going to be um he's going to be talking about no sorry not talking about. He's going to be um you know, you know, he joined the football league or whatever. So he'll be playing in a championship game. That's right, in his first year with this team, and this is, I believe, their second year as a team. They've made it to the championship, so uh, it should be pretty exciting to see how um what how the this team will be able to fare out against uh, this other team. I got the information. I'll, I'll give it out soon. I thought I was showing you guys, um, we'll get into that later in the show. Also, um, Sunday, you know, we got the Eagles and the Browns. And then, uh, later that night, I got Survivor Series. So, a very exciting eventful week, uh, weekend. Um, and a week, um, starting tonight. Like I said, you got the NBA Drive tonight. Um, that's why I'm doing the podcast. I kind of want to break it down. I'm also... I'm, I'm gonna do another podcast because I want to. um, I want to talk about um, what happened in the draft. You know, there's some some rumors going around right now about what could possibly happen. What could happen at the draft? So it should be exciting to see. Hopefully, my team. Right now. Oh yeah, right, but Yankees disappointed me in not making the playoffs. Hopefully they make some moves this off season. We'll see. Um Eagles are disappointed they disappointed me in the off season and they're disappointing me this season. Um in the regular season. Uh <laughs> the Blackhawks, they made the playoffs. Alright, cool. Um and then you got uh my Chicago Bulls um recently they have not been great uh but they got a new culture staff they got a new um they you know they changed the front office so we'll see how that goes um you know so we'll we'll see we'll see in time but you know you guys know how it goes you guys know how it goes so with that being said um i don't know if you guys heard but in the national hockey league the uh, National Hockey League or uh, Association wants players to defer, defer more money despite recent deal. Um, so that's a whole problem there. Um, I, I right now the NHL is like up in the air. I'm not saying they're not going to have a season. I believe they will have a season, but um, like as of right now, the players are not too happy with them. I mean, I don't. I don't, I don't know. Um, I don't know what's going on with the NHL. I'm, I'm so serious. I do not know. Um, I mean, hopefully they, you know, they can work it out because. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I think they should work this out. Keep the keep the players happy. You keep. You keep your players happy. Don't get them angry. Um, So, that's all I got to say. I also want to say, Penn State, you are pathetic. I am sick of watching Penn State on Saturdays. I'm washing clothes right Saturday. You know, I got the Penn State game on. Again, the they, they butch kick, but they're starting to make a little comeback, right? I'm like, okay, I like what I see what I'm seeing from Punch State. And you know, they have they get two drives. Two drives. Um you know, to try to, <laughs> to tie, oh, Okay. To tie up the game. They do nothing with it. They will they did nothing with it. And I'm over here with my, with my um, my draw dropped. <laughs> um, I don't. I I was I was out of shock. I didn't know where, <laughs> what to do, what to do. Um, so it was, I was kind of disappointed. Um, where did it, I believe they're zero three now, and I'm I just I give up. They're done for the season. <laughs> I, I I don't think I can watch any more Penn State. I I mean, because you think about it. I got Penn State misery to think about to think about and watch on on Saturday. Then I got Philadelphia Eagles misery to deal with on Sunday. Nope, 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 nope. Nope. Don't want it. Don't need it. Now let's talk about. uh... Okay, then MJ. (laughs) It's a Major League Baseball. Let's talk about it. Major League Baseball legend Ken Griffey Jr. joins Seattle Sounders ownership group. Um, it's great. Um, Lindy McDaniel. MLB reliever for 21 seasons, dies at age 84. Um, We're going to talk about some things today. We're going to talk about a few things today. Um, Okay. You know, the offseason for Major League Baseball, this is going to be a a big one, especially to see where Francisco Lindol will be headed, will be headed, so, you know, we'll get into all that, um, and here it is, um, the New York Yankees re-signed DJ LeMahieu. that's what they're saying, um, all right, so, uh, I I, don't, I think that's a great move if we re resign DJ, DJ Lemaythu, and who knows, we could probably use him as a draft piece. Um, Boston Red Sox signed Brad Hand. Um, the Baltimore Orioles signed Mark Malek Mele- Meleken- You know it's um, where am I? All right, Tampa Bay Rays signed James McCann. Toronto Blue Jays trade for Chris Bryant. The Cubs have been trying to trade Chris Bryant for a while. And, I mean, if uh, the Toronto Blue Jays got him, that would be huge. Um, Chicago White Sox take him look again on hiring Tony La Russa. Um Minnesota tw- Minnesota Twins trade for John Gray. The Cleveland Indians trade Francisco Lindol. That's right. Uh that's what they should do. Uh Kansas City Royals sign Jock Peterson. Uh Detroit Tigers sign Marcel. Oh, Marcel Osuna. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim signed Trevor Bauer. Texas Rangers trade Lance Lynn. Ah, ah. Houston Astros signed Jackie Bradley Jr. Oakland A's trades for Ahmad Ahmad Rosario. Seattle Mariners signed Shane Green. New York Mets signed George Springer. <laughs> Atlanta Braves signed Michael <laughs> Brantley. Washington Nationals signed James Paxton. Um, Philadelphia Phillies re sign re- JT Ramoto. Re- Miami Marlins signed Kirby Yates. St. Louis Cardinals signed Adam Eaton. The Chicago Cubs signed Charlie Morton. The Pittsburgh Pirates trade Joe Musgrove. The Cincinnati Reds signed Marcus Simon. Milwaukee Brewers signed Carlos Santana. Carlos Santana. Los Angeles Dodgers re Justin Turner. San Diego Padres sign Liam Hendricks. San Francisco Giants sign uh, Azdrubal ah! Cabrera. No, that's not. It's not. Ah! It's. Uh, ah! Okay. Uh, all right. And my apologies. Arizona Diamondbacks trade for Clint Frazier, <laughs> <laughs> Colorado Rockies signed Edwin in Carson, Carson, and Carson Young, ah. there you guys have it, that's the move, that's MJ, that's the move every team should make, now, <laughs> now I want to look at this, so, um, Yeah, MLB, their, um, network, the MLB network floats an intriguing Yankees-Indians trade for Francisco Lindor. So, I want to get into that. You guys know I'm a New York Yankees fan. Die hard. And I want to see what happens here. Alright, um, as the, you know, the talks keep on heating up, we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. So, uh... So, excuse me, here, here it is, here it is. So we would send Clint Frazier, Miguel Andujal, Lewis Gill, right-hand pitcher, and Albert Abreu, right-hand pitcher, for shortstop Francisco Lindor. Um, I don't think that's a bad trade at all i do i love clint frazier absolutely but when you could get a player like um francisco lindol um i i love it um but um well i mean people will see we'll see if it can go anyway maybe the you don't want to trade with the yankees so even if the yankee uh, even if the yankees uh Try to give them, do the, give the Indians the whole house. If they don't want to make that trade, they're not going to make that trade. That's how it goes. Um, and we may have to wait to see when uh, Lindor is a free agent. If he tests his free agency, that's the Yankees' best bet. But if not, if he does it yeah, sleepy Bobos, people. <sighs> now let's look at. Uh, That, where the top free agents could land, um, all right, so the top free agents could land, um, George Springer, Mets is a very, very well known, um, that, that could happen. If that happens, that's huge for the Mets, um, and kind of bad for the Astros that they would not be getting George Springer back. Um, JT Ramo- Ramoto, the catcher, I believe he, <clears throat> he could very well return to the Phillies. Um, Trevor Bauer, um, Angels, Angels, uh, I gotta go with, I gotta go with Angels or the Yankees, because, you know, Yankees are looking for pitching as well, so don't be surprised if the New York Yankees go out and get a, a starting pitcher in this free agency. There's a few of them that are actually good. Um or they trade for one. Um, DJ Lemaythu, I I believe he'll stay with the Yankees. I don't see why he wouldn't. Um, Marcel Osuna, I believe he'll return with the Braves. Justin Turner, I believe will return with the with the Dodgers. Michael Brantley, the outfielder, I believe he'll 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 stay with the Astros. I believe. Uh, Tanaka, I believe, will stay with the Yankees. Marcus Simeon, I believe, uh, I believe Reds, actually. I I think Reds would be the team for him. And then Andrelton, Simmons, the shortstop. Um, if they can't get Simmons, then they'll get Simmons. And also Phillies would be in the conversation for both shortstops as well. As uh D D, Gour- D. Gour- D. Gour- is, is a free agent. Um let's look at when uh, officially you know I think they can actually start making offers now. You know, like hey, I'll I'll give you this for this. Um Cause nobody's really made, um, any big moves yet. I mean, I think unless to be, to be honest, I think it might've started already. Yeah. November 1st started and nobody's really made some big moves yet. Um, so that's. That kind of concerns me. I don't know if it concerns you guys. I mean, it doesn't concern me to the fact where I'm like, oh my goodness, this is bad. No, it just like, why hasn't there been any big trades yet? So, we, yeah, we got to keep up on that. Because that's, um, that's really interesting. That's really interesting. And also... um. T- t- Theo uh, e- Epson is leaving the Cubs. It'll be interesting to see what his next uh, what's next for him, and also um, Cody Bellinger is getting surgery. Cody Bellinger, ladies and gentlemen, will be getting uh, surgery. So. That's something also to look look, uh, <clears throat> look forward to, not forward to, but, you know, you, you keep an eye on. I mean, hes re- um, it's just for a dislocated shoulder, and he should be ready for spring training, so that's always good news. I never really worried if you'll be ready for spring training. I'm just like, will you be at least, you know... Back the first week of the season. That's always been like my big deal. Um, um, the Domingo, uh, Germans, Yankees, uh, future, we'll see, uh, if. If he'll return or not, um, we'll see what the Yankees want to do. Um, haven't heard nothing about Gary Sanchez yet. Um, we'll see. Um, I was kind of upset as soon as I ended the podcast, I got a notification about um, uh, Yadier Molina and um. Yadier Molina um like the Yankees are uh, talking to him. So uh Yankees and Mets have been um calling Yadier Molina. You know, trying to trying to work something out. So I think if we got Yadier Molina people that's kind of what we need. Um I w- I wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad at all if we if we uh signed them. And then if if you keep um Gary Sanchez, right? I think Yaddy and Molina can help Gary Sanchez in a huge way offensive and defensively. So um I'm I'm excited for it. I'm so- I am excited for it. I'm just. Um, I don't know what the Yankees are gonna do about um Gary Sanchez. That's the big uh big thing. Do they want to keep him? And you know, I I mean, I kind of suspect they want to, but it's like. Um, will they? You know, is it is it in their best interest to keep a Gary Sanchez? Cause he hasn't always been the best Yankee. So, all right. Also, I've I've heard some rumors that the Charlotte Hornets, well, Michael Jordan gave the Charlotte Hornets the OK if um if Lamello ball is if Lamello ball is available when at I, I believe I believe the Hornets draft yeah Hornets draft at number three if LaMelo ball is available MJ gave uh the Hornets the OK to draft them so I, that is huge that is huge um also I'm gonna talk about some trades because some trades were done this past week. So uh this is gonna be very interesting. And talk about the whole um, you know, we're talking about James Harden, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook once out of Houston. Hasn't there hasn't been like a preferred destination, but for James Harden, James Harden was to either be a sixer or a net. So uh that should be exciting. That should be exciting. Um, but first let's talk about that NBA, uh, regular season schedule. I had seen it last night. Let's talk about it. Um, the schedule for the 2020-21 season to be released, to be released in two stages with play in tournament May 18th and the 21st. Exciting NBA season. Um. And this this uh, free agency coming out. Oh my goodness! The first half and the second half schedule. Um, the schedule for the first half of the season, which will run from December 22nd to March 4th, will be released around the start of training camp, set for December 1st. The league won't release the second half. The second for the the schedule for the second half until later in the first half. That will include the rest of each team's seventy-two regular season games that weren't previously scheduled as well as any as well as any games that were postponed in the first half of the season that can reason reasonably be added to the rest of the schedule. The All-Star Break is set to take place March 5th to the 10th between the two halves. And the playoffs begin May 22nd. Um I mean, the second half of the season will run from March 11th to May 16th. The play-in tournament will be held from May 18th to May 21st. And then the playoffs tip off May 22nd. All right. That's interesting. That's going to be interesting to see. Um, the NBA Finals are set to run through July 22nd. But the Summer Olympics do begin July 23rd, though. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I'm ready for it. <clears throat> I am so ready for it. All right, so that's that. Um, do have a a mock draft and time the draft starts and all that, but um, Anthony Edwards, he's a uh, favorite to be the number one pick now. So that should be exciting. Um, I think the biggest news is where is Lamelo Ball headed? That for me. That's what I'm ready to see. Where's Lamelo Ball? LaMelo Ball headed? That's what I want to see, people. All right. Um. <clears throat> so for this is what CBS has for the first pick in the NBA draft. Lamelo Ball gets drafted by the Minnesota Minnesota Timberwolves. Pick t- number two, the Warriors. Uh, they draft James Wiseman. Pick number three. Uh, the Charlotte Hornets draft Anthony Edwards. Pick number four. The Chicago Bulls draft Obi Toppin. Um you know, don't forget, I'm just doing the first top the first uh ten picks. Uh pick number five, the Cavaliers draft Denvy. I've I don't know. I don't know this dude's name. All I know is The Cavs do like drafting these players, the Bulls. Not so much. They do, but the fans don't. (laughs) Uh, Pick six, Tyrese Halvington is drafted by the Hawks. Pick number seven, Isaac Okoro um, is drafted by the Pistons. Um, The Knicks draft, Killian Killian Hayes, point guard. Um, The Washington Wizards draft on NECA. I'm not I'm not doing it. He's a center uh and the Suns draft Sadid Bay small forward pick number 10. All right, I'm do from 1 to 4. All right. I think I think I don't think the Minnesota Timberwolves are going to draft uh LaMelo Ball. I do not think. I think they're either going to go I, th- I think James Wiseman, I think they're going to go with either, yeah, sorry, not a James Wiseman, Ugh. they're going to go with an Anthony Edwards, I believe that. And th- ladies and gentlemen, in case you don't know, there are rumors circling that the Warriors and the Chicago Bulls are talking, the Warriors are talking to trade their number two pick for the Chicago Bulls, number fourth, and Wendell Carter Jr., so that's right. So maybe before drafting or right on that, right when it gets there, the Chicago Bulls could move up from number four to number two. And maybe we draft a LaMelo ball. Maybe we draft a James Wiseman. I think those would be the top. Those are my top. I've, I've already told you. If we ain't drafting a LaMelo ball, a James Wiseman, an Anthony Edwards, I want Obi Toppin. I don't want no Denny, I, a, I don't know what his name is. <laughs> but um So I believe uh the I believe the Timberwolves will draft Anthony Edwards the shooting guard. Um and this is the reason why, y'all. Yes, Lamelo Ball's a point guard. Yes, he's 6'6, but you already got D'Angelo Russell, he could play the two guard. I'd rather go Anthony Edwards. He's a he's uh more of a real shooting guard, and I believe uh he he's gonna be one of the top guys in the NBA in a few years. And number two. I believe, I believe, if, I don't, I don't think the Chicago Chicago Bulls will move up, you know, we always hear these rumors and nothing happens, but if they do move up, if they trade Wendell Carter Jr. and they, uh, they get the number two pick, um, they're either going to go with James Wiseman or they're just going to go with LaMelo Ball, and I don't know if they're going to go with LaMelo Ball just from the simple fact, you have, um, you got Kobe White, you got Zach Levine. So you got your two top goals there. I believe, I think, uh, James Wiseman, a seven one, two hundred and forty pound uh, rookie. I think uh, uh, you better watch out. But I wouldn't be surprised if they did pick up Lamella Ball. I would actually love that if Chicago picked up Lamella Ball. Um, number three pick. Um, if Lamella Ball and Anthony Edwards was out out of the way, I think. The Charlotte Hornets draft James Wiseman. I do believe that. And then for the number fourth pick, um for the number fourth pick, I believe the Warriors will either pick Abby Ob- um Abby Toppin. Or they go or they go with a uh maybe maybe a deadly Denvy Denny, whatever his name is. I mean, we'll we'll see. It's gonna be very interesting. It's gonna be interesting. If I, look, if I'm the Chicago Bulls, I mean, do you do it? Who I mean, who knows? I I would. I mean, still got don't don't worry, don't forget you still got free agency. You get one of these top rookies. You know. Um, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. And I mean it's not bad for the Chicago Bulls because they're just going from I mean from the for the Golden State Warriors they're going from second to fourth. It's not really that big of a drop off, you know. So uh Yeah, well We will we'll see people. We'll see. It's I cannot wait. I cannot wait. And the Celtics also want to move into the top three. So, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We will see what happens. All right. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but the Rockets trade. Uh, Covington the Trail Blazers for Trevor Ariza. A 2020 first round NBA draft pick and a 2021 projected first round first first round pick. Um. So, the Knicks—they are trying to move. Oh, oh, they're moving up in Wednesday's NBA draft. This happened this morning. Acquiring their Utah Jazz's pick at number 23rd in exchange for the 27th and 38th selections. Now the Knicks hold a number 8th and a number 23rd pick in tonight's draft. Um. Uh, Gordon Hayward and the Boston Celtics, uh, Celtics have agreed to push the deadline for Hayward's 34 million player option for the 2021 season from its original deadline of 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Tuesday to 3 p.m. Thursday. Um, uh, Portland Trailblazers forward Rodney Hood is declining his 6 million uh, player option and becoming a free agent. Um, Center Andre Drummond has told the Cleveland Cavaliers that he will exercise his 28.7 million contract option to stay with the team this season. Um The Milwaukee Bucks are set to acquire Sacramento Kings shooting guard Bogdan Bogdanovic in a sign and trade that will send shooting guard Dante DeVincio and power forward Erson Elisova and DJ Wilson to Sacramento The Kings would also send shooting guard Justin James to Milwaukee as well Oh and um December 21st is the deadline for NBA MVP power forward Giannis uh, I'm not gonna say it, and they, uh, the Greek Freak to sign an extension with the Bucks um, The New Orleans Pelicans are trading um are, tr- are in the trade. They have traded with the Milwaukee Bucks. The Bucks will send the point guards Eric Bledsoe and George Hill, plus three future round first round picks and pick swaps to New Orleans for shooting guard Drew Holiday. Um, the Houston Rockets are finalizing. Oh, I already said that one. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, here it is. The trade. This trade. This was probably this is probably the biggest one so far. Okay, Oklahoma City Thunder are uh, trading Chris Paul and shooting uh, small forward, Abdel Nadir, to the Phoenix Suns. And uh, the, the Suns are trading to the Oklahoma City Thunder, small forward, Kelly Uber Jr., point guard, Ricky Rubio, point guard, Ty Jerome, shooting guard, Jalen Le- LeCoucq. And a 2022 first-round pick to the Oklahoma City Thunder is now official, ladies and gentlemen. Um, also, uh, Houston Rockets All-Star shooting guard James Harden turned down an extension that would have paid him $50 million per year with Houston. And uh, he has made it clear to ownership that he prefers to trade to the Brooklyn Nets. So we'll see what happens there. Um, DeMar DeRozan has exercised his player option for the 2020-2021 season with the San Antonio Spurs. Um, The Chicago Bulls will not extend a qualifying offer to shooting guard Shaquille Harrison, which will make Harrison an unrestricted free agent this season. Milwaukee Bucks center Robin Lopez is declining his player option and will become a free agent this offseason. Um, uh, the Detroit Pistons are trading guard Bruce Brown to the Brooklyn Nets for forward Dizanin Musa and a 2021 second round pick, sources told ESPN. Um, Um, Anthony Davis has declined the player option of the final year on his contract and will become a free agent this offseason. Um, and don't worry about that, guys. That's just saying, um, what, what that's, what that's saying is they're just so they can offer him a, a contract, so. So, I mean, unless, unless, uh, unless he's going to go to a different team, then hey, all right, but we'll see, um, also, let me find it, all right, I'm trying to, there was one more trade, I believe, or a move. Okay, here it is. Yep. The Los Angeles Lakers uh, are will be trading for Oklahoma City Thunder uh, guard Dennis Schroeder. Uh, the deal is expected to include the Thunder acquiring the Lakers pick at number 28 in Wednesday's draft and Lakers guard Danny Green. Um, I don't know if it's been uh, done yet. I believe it has, but... Um, I'm not gonna say it has and then it didn't. Well, I think we'll find out tonight. If it says Thunder number twenty eight pick, then all right. But yeah, I, which once the season was over, I had said it, and they gotta get rid of they they. They have to get rid of, Danny Green. I'm sorry, I am sorry. They have to. Um. So yeah, people, that's what it is. Um, all right, let's uh let's look into some Chicago Bulls. Let's look into that. It's a it's a big night for a lot of teams. One of those teams are the Chicago Bulls, depending on uh what they do. Um, There's an article here that says, Boston Celtics, three Kemba Walker trades trade to the Chicago Bulls. I would not do that. For the Bulls, if they get them, great. But for Celtics, no, I don't do that. Um. There's a couple of uh, things here I do want to talk about. Oh, uh the Chicago Bulls don't extend qualifying offer to guard Chris Dunn. So, uh yeah, which thank God. I'm happy about that. Now I know y'all might just be like, uh, what? Guys, I, I'm sorry. I was I was always like, hmm, Chris Dunn. It could could he be that guy? And we, we found out. And last season. When they kept sending out Kobe White and putting Chris Dunn in that starting lineup, it just pissed me off. And pissed me off because we would see what Kobe White would do. Kobe White would go to off. So uh kinda happy that. Bye bye. So rumors is that here's the rumors about the Chicago Bulls. That uh the one reporter thinks, all right, uh that the Bulls will stay put at the fourth pick, and that they will select Denny. You know, <sighs> um, one says that they should stay put. Blah blah blah. One says they should they should draft Killian Killian Hayes. Um. One says, if LaMelo drops to, drops to them at fourth, that they will pick LaMelo Ball. Um. You know, they keep talking about this Denny guy. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. Um. It is one of, the, one of the reporters say that if you draft Lamelo, you won't be able to like keep the whole core together. You know, you got Zach Levine, Laurie Markin, and Kobe White, and Wendell Carter Jr., and that's true. And who are the Warriors talking about trying to get Wendell Carter Jr.? I mean, you scrap him out, and you put him in. Now, I don't know how they're going to be able to do it, I, you know, because I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be difficult. We'll see, though. We'll see. We'll we'll see. It's gonna it's gonna be very interesting to see all what happens. I just I don't want not no disrespect. I just not this Denny. Guy, I don't I don't know the dude. Like really, I've heard of him. Whatever, but if you could get the top three players, which would be James Wiseman, Anthony Edwards, or Lamelo Ball, you go get them, especially J- James Wiseman. Um, all right, look at this, they're saying, Sam Smith, he's, he's very credible, very known guy, um, he says, Minnesota Timberwolves will draft Anthony Edwards, um, they're saying the Golden State Warriors will draft James Wiseman, the Hornets will draft LaMelo Ball, oh, and the Bulls will draft Denny. All right. I understand it's a need; they need that small forward. I just, I don't know. Uh, uh. Look in free agency. Look for a trade. I, dude, I'm not. I'm not sold on this kid. I'm not. I'm sorry. You know. Now, when the Bulls drafted Lori marketing I was sold on him, I could see superstar in him, this kid, I don't see it, I'm sorry, I do not, now you can say, you told me so, if he, he, he becomes this hot shot, I will say that, you guys will be able to tell, say, I told you so, alright, now let's talk about the NFL, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know if you guys heard, I don't know if you guys seen this, but Jaguars fans are starting, um, trying this movement to screw over, uh, screw over the Vikings in the NFL draft. I mean, the NFL, uh, yeah, the NFL draft, and I'll, I'll read it to you in a moment. Um... Also, um, Kyler Murray said as his MVP campaign, he took, he says he misses baseball and he wishes he could do both. So, it's tough when you, you, you know, you love both sports and you, you gotta pick one. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, Yannick Nagaku, he's, um, in the pro, you know, pro voting and, uh, Jaguars, Jaguar fans are voting for him so they can screw over the Vikings because Minnesota traded a Jacksonville, a 2021 second round pick and a 2022 conditional fifth round pick for Nagaku. Before the season began, the conditional part of the trade is that the pick rises to a fourth rounder if Nagaku makes the Pro Bowl. So, (laughs) this is... Hey, when fans, when fans know this, you're in the you're in a dangerous spot. You are. It's, it's, it's scary. So, uh, you just got to have your head on the swivel. That's it. That's all you can do. All you can do. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, let's talk about some week 10 scores. Yeah, I know I'm going to talk about my Philadelphia Eagles. And, uh, then we'll talk about some week 11. My disappointing Philadelphia Eagles, y'all. Let's get into it. You know, guys, I had hope for my Philadelphia Eagles. You know, I said they win this week. Maybe this isn't the NFC least. But, nope, this is the NF- 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 NFC least, ladies and gentlemen. Even though they're still first place because of this tie. You know, uh, it ain't looking good, y'all. It is not looking good at all. I am I get depressed each and every week. Oh my lord. Alright. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Uh so on Thursday night football the Indianapolis Colts beat the Tennessee Titans 34 to 17. Um. Then we had the Buccaneers beating the Panthers forty-six to twenty-three. You had the Browns beating the Texans ten to seven. The Lions beat the Washington football team thirty to twenty-seven. What Matt, uh, I believe, is Matt Prater <laughs> hit the game-winning fifty-nine-yard field goal as time expired. Um, the Packers beat the Jaguars 24-20. to The New York Football Giants beat my Philadelphia Eagles 27-17. to Eagles are still in first place in the NFC least. I don't know how. Cry, Eagles cry. Um, the Steelers beat the Bengals 36-10. Pittsburgh not only is undefeated this season, but they've also won 10 straight games against the Bengals. The Cardinals beat the Bills 32-30. to 30. Um, This was phenomenal. You know, um, <clears throat> DeAndre Hopkins, it, well, Kyler Murray being able to escape out of the pocket. I mean, just think about this, y'all. The simple fact that Murray's able... Murray's in the MVP conversation. The fact that he was able to just run out the pocket. I mean, the dude is so close to out of bounds. I mean, might as well just call the cops. He's able to just fling that thing. Fling it for 43 yards. And D hop with, what, three full defenders on him. Is able to just go up there with his hops. It's in his name. He's born. And he's bred for it. Just catch that ball. Phenomenal, phenomenal. I tell you what. I tell you what. Watch out for the Arizona Cardinals. Watch out for D Hop, and watch out for Kyler Murray. They are coming. That they might be probably a top, if not the best duo in the league right now. Top, uh, to, top two. Uh top three. Um I think Pat Mahomes and uh Tyreek Hill are out of it. They ain't in that spot right now. Um who else could you go to? Um Deshaun Watson. Oh, sorry, my bad, my bad, Deshaun man. Too soon. Man, he must have been punching the it, the heck out of the air. I'll tell you that right now. Um but yeah, I mean, what you got you got uh, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. yeah, nothing like this. No, nah, man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, man, I tell you, D Hop is a sick dude. He is a bad man. That's right. I right. phenomenal. All right. Then you had the Raiders defeat the Broncos, thirty-seven to twelve. This is uh the Raiders five straight um home, they've they've won five straight home games versus Denver. Sorry, I messed that up. Um, then the Rams beat the Seahawks twenty-three to sixteen, winning five of the last six games versus Seattle. Um, the Saints beat the Niners twenty-seven to thirteen. San Fran has lost three straight games for the first time since two thousand and eighteen. Um, the Patriots beat the Ravens on Sunday night football, Baltimore, fewer than 20 points for the first time in last 32 games. Um, you also had the Dolphins beat the Chargers 29 to 21. This is Miami's six and first for the first time since 2001. They are six and three. And then we have Monday Night Football. We had the Minnesota Vikings defeat the Chicago Bears 19 to 13. Um, Chicago has lost four straight games, started the season five and one. Now they are five and five. Teams that were on by this week were the Jets, the Chiefs, Cowboys, and the Falcons. All right. Um and I tell you what, Nick Foles, he got hit pretty hard. Um, on Monday night, had to get Carter off. From what I've heard, uh, he's okay. He's uh, he's he's gonna be all right. Um, I don't know. They were three and zero with Mitch Mitchell Trubisky. Now they are. Now they are five and five with Nick Foles. Mm. Might have to go to Mitch. Might have to go back to Mitchell Trubisky. Ain't that something, right? <laughs> um now i'm gonna give i'm gonna give my week 11 predictions then i want guys i want to um you know before i talk about eagles you know this is the last segment of the show where i just talk about the eagles what that what they did go what they did wrong and uh against the giants and then i previewed the week 11 matchup i'm gonna uh i'm gonna give who went up and who went down this week and then i'm going to i'm i'm also going to give uh my top five teams of the week before I talk about Eagles football. Break. All right. So, who went up? And, oh, wait, first we um, You see, I'm all over the place. I am, hey, guys. And one thing, if I talk too fast, I'm sorry. Kind of a, a bad habit from Puerto Ricans. We talk way too fast. We So, my apologies. Alright, so let's talk about it. Week 11, ladies and gentlemen. We got Thursday Night Football! We got the Arizona Cardinals visiting the Seattle Seahawks. Hey, the the Arizona Cardinals are on a hot streak right now. They might be, they might become first after this week. They might be first place in the division. So I'm going to go with the Arizona Cardinals defeating the Seattle Seahawks in a close one. Hey, and one thing I'm gonna say, Seattle ain't going to the Super Bowl. They gotta fix that defense. That defense is atrocious. That defense is terrible. Um, even with a healthy Jamal Adams, it's still it, there's things that need to be worked out. So I'm gonna go with Arizona defeating uh, Seattle on Thursday Night Football. Um, then we have the Tennessee Titans versus the Baltimore Ravens at one o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. All right, I believe uh, I believe the the Titans will get back on track, defeating the Ravens. Uh, uh, the Detroit Lions versus the Carolina Panthers, I believe the, uh, the Detroit Lions will win. Um, Philadelphia Eagles will be visiting the Cleveland Browns. I believe my Philadelphia Eagles will win. Um, you got the New England Patriots visiting the Houston Texans. I believe the New England Patriots will win. Um, you got the Green Bay Packers visiting the Colts at 425 p.m. Eastern time. I believe that the Packers will beat the Colts. Then you got the Pittsburgh Steelers visiting the Jacksonville Jaguars. I believe the Pittsburgh Steelers will beat the Jaguars. Um... You got the Atlanta Falcons visiting the New Orleans Saints. I believe the New Orleans Saints will beat the Falcons. You got the Cincinnati Bengals visiting the Washington football team. I believe uh, the Cincinnati Bengals will defeat the Washington football team. You got the Dallas Cowboys visiting the Minnesota Vikings. I believe the Minnesota Vikings will defeat the Dallas Cowboys. Um, You got the Kansas City Chiefs. Visiting, sorry, we're not, that's the Sunday Night Football matchup, sorry. Um, you got the Miami Dolphins visiting the Denver Broncos. I got the, the Broncos. I'm sorry, I got the Dolphins defeating the Broncos. Then you got the the Jets visiting the Chargers. I believe the Chargers will beat the Jets. And then you got Sunday Night Football. You got the Kansas City Chiefs visiting the LA Raiders. Sorry, LA. Las Vegas Raiders, I believe, uh, Kansas City will beat the Raiders. And then you got Monday Night Football. You got the LA Rams visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I believe the Buccaneers will beat the Rams on Monday Night Football. Teams on by this week are the Bears, the Niners, the Giants, and the Bills. That's right. All right, y'all. So here it is. Here it is. Who went up and who went down this week? That is right. That is right, y'all. Who went up and who went down this week? Um, who went up this week would have to be the New York Football Giants. You know, them they finally beat the Philadelphia Eagles after four years of you know losing. To them. they they finally got over the hump. Joe Judge, Joe Judge, and that whole coaching staff got them boys playing like a real good, like a real football team. You know. That defense is real good. Um, still some questions about Danny Dimes. Yeah, he had a, he had a pretty good game no turnovers, but how long can Danny, D- Daniel Jones, uh, leave it like that? Yeah, you're gonna have a turnover, a turnover game. You, 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 you could have a turnover in a game, but when you have two or three or you have a turnover and just basically give, give the game away to the other team, that's, uh, suspect. So, uh, we gotta see how long. If, if Daniel Jones, if the defense can, could could play good defense. And Daniel Jones can play how he's been playing for the past two to three weeks, not even cuz the third, I, I believe three weeks ago they lost to Tampa Bay and that was cuz of a turnover by Daniel Jones, but at least the last two weeks against what, the Washington football team and the and the Philadelphia Eagles, if we get if you get that Daniel Jones, I believe the New York football Giants are going to be a very 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 scary team. Um so uh, you know, that's yeah. That's uh, that's who I'm. I'm giving it to the who went up. Now, who went down this week would have to be the Chicago Bears. I mean, just think about it. About it. This is atrocious. You start the season three and all. Yes, you lose to the Atlanta Falcons and you you, you bench Mitchell Trubisky. You put in Nick Foles. Uh, you won that game. Yes. Um, but not only not only that. But then after that, what 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 happens? The Chicago Bears just steamrolled down. Now after starting the season three, you know they are five and five. Let that sink in. What are you gonna do? You're gonna leave Nick Foles in, or you gonna put Mitch Trubisky? I mean something gotta change here. I mean Vikings are on the verge of coming up. They're four and five. They got the Dallas Cowboys this week. They beat the Dallas Cowboys. They're in there for second place, especially the Chicago Bears. I don't know if they. I, might have a body this week but if they don't whoever they playing uh oh watch out sorry that that's what I got to say watch out y'all i i think uh you might have to make the switch to Mitch um i would i mean just you got to look at it look at it oh, you got to work this out with Mitchell Trubisky so Let's see what happens. All right. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, at least if you want to make a playoff run, I think you go to Mitchell Trubisky and you get things steamrolling. Um, all right. Now, my top five teams this week. Yes, that is right. At number five, I'm going to have to give it to the Indianapolis Colts, knocking off the Tennessee Titans on Thursday night football. That's right. And taking taking uh, possession of first place. So that's huge. At number four, I'm gonna have to go give it to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, defeating the Panthers forty six to twenty-three, even though it was a close game um to the end. Um but I will say this, um, Tampa Bay, uh, which I mean Tampa Bay, um, they they, they they they've uh you know, um got this stuff going again after getting beat by the Saints the past week. Uh they they picked themselves up. <clears throat> they really did. And at number three, I'm going to have to give it to the Arizona Cardinals, not only defeating the, the top team of the Buffalo Bills, but they also, how they won, how they were able to just Colin Murray with that 43-yard bomb and hop with them hops and with them glue hands, being able to secure the win for the Arizona Cardinals. That was huge. That was big. And, uh, I gotta get you gotta give it to the Arizona Cardinals at number three, and at number two. At number two, I'm gonna have to go give it to the LA Rams. Why you ask? Why this is why. Not only did they, they defeat the Seattle Seahawks 23 to 16, but they stopped Russell Wilson in that dynamic offense. That's why. That w- that looked real good. And Seattle ain't looking real good. Ooh, you got to watch out. If you can stop Russell Wilson in that offense and you can dominate the defense, and they really didn't dominate the defense, only scored 23 points, but still you outscored the Seattle Seahawks. That's what's important, and that's why I'm my number two. And at number one, I'm going to have to go give it to. That's right, the undefeated. Pittsburgh Steelers. That's right. Not only have they won 10 straight games against Cincinnati, not only is Cincinnati not a very good team, but they, they pummeled them 36-10. to 10. Not only that, but also Pittsburgh, their defense showed up. They showed they could stop Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's been torturing everybody this season. Not only that, but the Pittsburgh Steelers offense showed up, and that's what I like when I seen when I what I seen from Pittsburgh this past week against Cincinnati. I liked what I seen. Yes, a bad defense, bad Cincinnati defense, but that doesn't matter. Good teams. This is what you get from good teams. Yes, sir. Alright. Now let's look, let's talk about some uh Philadelphia Eagles versus the New York football giants. Let's talk about it, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about it. All right. Jones on the key. And Daniel Jones showing his legs, showing his speed. And Jones into the end zone for the touchdown. 34 yards for Daniel Jones, and the Giants struck first. And the Giants strike first, they strike last as well, ladies and gentlemen. That is right. Um, New York football Giants defeated my Philadelphia Eagles 27 to 17. That's right. Um, uh, I got a lot of things to dissect. I really do. Um, I'm not too happy. Not too happy. Um, I already talked about the New York football giants. I underestimated them. Um, not only that, but I was, I did think, um, these two weeks will be the two weeks. I mean, you come off a of bye week I believe you're just going to have a, a, a pretty good game plan against the New York football giants. After what you've seen with what happened a few weeks ago against them, you know, they look like a real good team then, um, and you, and we should have lost that one as well. And, um. Nope. Just same game plan. Just same game plan. Um, but I just, I thought that, you know, there would be a better game plan. I thought that, you know, we would, we would just try different things. And I, I didn't see that from my Philadelphia Eagles. Um, Again, having Carson once throw for 37 times. He was 21 for 37. And he threw for 208 yards. No pass touchdowns, no pass interceptions, no fumbles. But he got hit 18 uh he got hit 13 times. He was sacked three three times. He had a quarterback rating of 37.7. He had a rating of 72. Point eight, definitely atrocious, astrocious. Um, when you get paid a hundred million dollars over whatever the case is, I don't remember right now, you have to lift your team up. I don't want to hear this about oh, <coughs> I don't want to hear this about oh. Um, we we need this. We need no 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 no. If if you say who if you say who you are, if you say if you say that you're this, but you're not really that. Um. I'm tired of the Eagles. I'm tired of the fans. I'm tired of even Carson Wentz thinking that he's the 2017 Carson Wentz. And I didn't see much of that from, from uh, this game. But he didn't even have one standout play that looked like, oh, Carson Wentz is going to lift up this team. Nope. And you know what? I, and Once the second half started, I said, the Philadelphia Eagles are a second-half team. Don't sleep on them. Now, I can't tell. I cannot tell. This Philadelphia Eagles team that i seen on Sunday, there has to be some changes made. Now, Dougie P, he was mad and all this and then uh, saying the team is mad. We got too much fart and all that. You know what? I like that. that. So, that same mentality I got this Sunday when you play the Cleveland Browns. I want that mentality. Because uh we we, we got to fix something. We got to fix not some things. We got to fix a lot of things. And if we want to make the playoffs and try to make a run, which I don't think we will. I think we'll be one and done. um It's time to, to step up. Uh, hold Carson Wentz accountable. Carson Wentz has to be made accountable. I'm tired of this whole nonsense where he's just not being held accountable for his mistakes. No, 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 bro, you're throwing too many interceptions. You're fumbling too much. You're not completing these passes. You're not getting these passes down the field. It's time for you to step up, bro. That's it. It ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it. It's time to step up. As our franchise quarterback, as our 100, uh, $100 million quarterback, it's time for you, Carson Wentz to put this team on your shoulders if they paid you you gotta lift this team up I don't wanna hear anything else about it no nope. you gotta lift this team up because if you don't do it somebody else will alright Miles Sanders uh, 15 carries 85 yards no touchdowns I mean Miles Sanders he was phenomenal Boston Scott 3 carries 63 yards and a rushing touchdown Corey Clement one. Re- one, uh, carry five yards, one touchdown. I mean, the fact that it took him so long to, uh, to realize that, yeah, you gotta roll, uh, Carson Wentz outside the pocket. So, uh, he can, uh, he can actually complete passes. Really? Oh my God. I did not know that. Why wasn't there more of that? We needed more of that and we did not get that. I mean, Carson Wentz had two carries for four yards and Jalen Hurts had two carries for negative one. Disgusting. It Disgusting. I mean, you have Richard Rogers, He had a, a pretty good game. Four receptions for 60 yards. Jalen Rager, four receptions for 47 yards. Greg Ward, five receptions for 39 yards. Dallas Goddard, four receptions for 33 yards. Boston Scott, one reception for 11 yards. Miles Sanders, two receptions for 10 yards. Travis Fulgham, one reception for eight yards. And Alshon Jeffrey, no receptions for no yards. He had one target. Um... Travis Fulgham looked look like a deer in the headlights. Travis Fulgham drop, dropped so many balls and key key balls as well that I, w- I, w- I was like, what is going on? And you know what's going on? Alshon Jeffrey is back, ladies and gentlemen. And when you got Alshon Jeffrey back... Maybe Travis Fulgham, Travis Fulgoat might see his season coming to an end. All right, that that's that's what I'm kind of seeing here, and I'm not I'm not liking it. I am not liking it at all. Um, I'm just like, oh, really? You you got Travis Fulgham in this mess? Really? Come on. You this this dude has done it all for y'all. Uh, these for basically since the start of the season. I mean, when did they put him on the practice squad? Like week three, maybe week four, and uh, I think it might have been. No, it was the San Fran game. I can't remember if that was week four though. I think it was week four, maybe week five when they when they uh put him in. And since the start, he's uh he's just dominated, and I'm just like. Why isn't there more of that? What what is going on with the Philadelphia Eagles that they cannot they not they cannot understand that thing is Travis Fulgham, Jalen Rager. I mean, when you when you, when you're on fourth and ten, the game is on the line. Carson Wentz, you do not the. Jalen Rager is a phenom he's gonna be a phenomenal uh wide receiver. Absolutely. But when he is being covered by James Bradbury on a fourth and ten, and if uh Jalen Rager-, Rager catches that, it's uh it's a first down, and you pass it to him to what well, Bradbury. You can pass it to anybody else. You got Dallas Goddard, you got uh uh you got Alshon. Uh, I don't think Alshon was on the play, but like Travis Fulgham, even though he was dropping passes, but the game is on the line. The game is on the line. And you know what? I don't put all the blame. I don't put all the blame on Carson Wentz. I don't. But I'm going to chew him out for a bit, a little bit. And why is that? Because he is supposed to be our franchise quarterback. And when things go bad, he's supposed to lift us up. But also, the head coach, oh, yeah. That head coach, Dougie P, it's time for you to step up, bruh. It's time for you to, to make the right play calls. And I, you know what? I think it's also time for that front office to say, Hey, Doug Peterson, come sit in my office real quick. You cannot call plays anymore, Doug Doug Peterson. D- bruh, you ain't it. You ain't getting it done and you will never get it done. Right? Um, I think there needs to be a talk with Doug Peterson. Says, hey, you need to drop the off- offensive play calling. Give it to somebody else because you, you you you're not gonna you, you can't do it. The talent we have on this team should make we should make sure that we're good enough to 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 make the playoffs. We should not be three five and one. And like I said, this is nothing against the New York Football Giants. This is the t- against what this is about the tie with the Bengals. This is about losing to the Washington Football Team. This is about uh, I mean, we were there with with the Steelers. We were there with the Ravens. Uh, what else? What else? Th- we I think we lost the Rams game. We were gonna lose that regardless. Um, that may I think that's that's all of it. So you know, and now we got these next five games. We got, we got the uh, the 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 Cleveland Browns. We got the Seattle Seahawks, the Green Bay Packers, the New Orleans Saints. Um, I got to check the schedule. I think there's more. Um, but before before I give you the correct schedule, let, let, let this sink in, y'all. Let this sink in. Daniel Jones was twenty one for twenty eight. He threw for two hundred and forty four yards. No pass rushers. No pass interceptions. He was uh, sacked three times. He had a quarterback rating of 91, a rating of 100. Phenomenal, right? Daniel Jones had nine carries for 64 yards and a touchdown. Gallman had 18 carries, 53 yards, and two touchdowns. Alfred Morris had eight carries, 34 yards, no touchdowns, and Penny had one carry for no yards, right? Let that sink in. Slayton, five receptions, 93 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, Shepard, six receptions, 47 yards. Golden Tate, two receptions, 44 yards, all right? Lewis had two receptions, uh, 17 yards. Ingram had two receptions, 15 yards. Smith had two receptions, 12 yards. Mack had one reception, nine yards. Gallman had one reception, seven yards. All right. Come on. It's time to step up. I'm tired of it. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of it. Even, and on the defensive side, are you serious? I mean, I mean, I can't tell. I don't I don't think you've ever seen uh, a quarterback run, Philly. That's, I mean, that's what I've seen there. They're just like, hmm, oh, yeah, go ahead, buddy. Just run it. Just run it in. Really? Come on. I mean, look at the schedule we got. We got the Cleveland Browns on Sunday. Then on um, Monday Night Football, we got the Seattle Seahawks. Then we got the Green Bay Packers. Then we got the New Orleans Saints. Then we got the Arizona Cardinals, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Washington football team. Right now, my favorite my – favorite uh, games to win, or us beating the Cleveland Browns, us beating the Cowboys, us beating the Washington football team. Besides that, we might lose, to, we, we possibly could lose to the Seattle Seahawks, Green Bay Packers, New Orleans Saints, and the Arizona Cardinals. And that's pathetic. That is pathetic. And I'm tired enough for making excuses for Carson Wentz. I'm tired of it. I don't I'm tired of it. Uh and this is what's gonna happen. This is what's gonna happen right here. I got. I'm putting it on a platter for y'all right now. They're not gonna bench Carson Wentz this season for Jalen Hurts. It's not gonna happen. He he's not the answer. And stop stop with the little little uh Carson Wentz as a wide receiver uh Jalen Hurts and, and shotgun. Oh, and Jason Kelsey. Let me get to you, bro. What's up? You a veteran. You've been in this, what, eight plus, eight, uh, ten plus years, and you can't snap a, a ball correctly? You are pathetic. You make me sick. You better clean it up. Now, with that being said, if Carson Wentz, listen to me, listen to me correctly, y'all. If Carson Wentz does not clean it up. Like this year he's not going to get benched. I said if he doesn't clean up next year, Carson Wentz if this is the same problem if this year's problem we're having next year, Carson Wentz's job will be in jeopardy. I can promise you that. Which I don't think it will. I think Carson Wentz next season if we have a a, a regular uh a regular um off season, I think everything will be exact perfectly fine. All right. <clears throat> now, the last five games for the for Philadelphia Eagles, they lost to Pittsburgh, lost to Baltimore, beat the Giants, beat Cowboys, and lost to the Giants. Cleveland's last five, they've beat the Colts, they've lost to Pittsburgh, they've beat the Bengals, they lost to the Raiders, and they've beat Houston. I believe against the Bengals, that's when uh, Odell had got injured, or against Pittsburgh, he might have got injured. But after that Bengals game, which Bengals have a bad defense, they beat... They lost the Raiders sixteen to six low scoring game. They beat Texans ten to seven low scoring game. So that's something to look, <clears throat> to look at. Um, gonna be we're gonna see what happens. We all know um we all who 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 is back. Nick Chubb is back in that running game from Cleveland Browns. So that's gonna be exciting to see. With our our defense is atrocious, terrible. Um, good thing Odell ain't out there, but um, Nick Chubb is, and our run defense is terrible. People, it's it's terrible. I want to get. I'm gonna talk about some things. Um. All right, I want to talk about some things. Some Philadelphia Eagles news. Um it's about Zach Ertz. It's about uh Carson Wentz. Eagles plan to get Zach Ertz comfortable again in offense. Carson Wentz outside of the pocket and more. Um yeah, if you guys don't know, the Eagles uh began uh Zach Ertz uh twenty one day window this week. Um, I don't think, I don't think he has a possibility to return this week, but I'll tell you what, next week, on Monday Night Football against Seattle Seahawks, I would not be surprised if Zach guards return. but we'll see. If not, then, uh, the game against Green Bay, I believe, is who we play next. Um, but we'll see. He could get activated to return at any time. Um... Hopefully, I'm hoping they sign him to a new contract. He hasn't had a great season this year, but he can have a great second half of the season. So we'll see. Get him comfortable in the offense. Um, and Carson Wentz, you gotta, you gotta do something with him. Um, I think you get him up, get him up the pocket more. Um, and just let him be Carson Wentz. Stop trying to have him be the Carson Wentz of 2017. Have him be the Carson Wentz a regular franchise quarterback Carson Wentz. That's it. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. That's it. Nothing else. Nothing else, nothing more. Um now with that being said, um I want to talk about a few things before before I let you guys go, all right? Um I want to talk about this uh Cleveland Browns versus um Cleveland Browns versus the Philadelphia Eagles. So, let's uh let's get into that. So, here's the injury report. All right. Um, the injury report for the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. Um let me see. Uh they don't have one yet. All right, they don't have a injury report yet out there, which kind of sucks. I mean, I think it's only Rudy Ford, he's the one that's questionable. I really believe that's the only only one. I mean, there's a possibility that Zach Ertz could could there's a possibility that Zach Ertz could play this week. But I wouldn't count on it. I would not, people. I would not count on it. All right, so let's talk about it. the The Philadelphia Eagles have won five consecutive games in this series against Cleveland, as well as seven of the last nine overall. The Eagles have faced, uh, last faced the Browns on September 11, twenty sixteen, when Philadelphia won twenty nine to ten in Doug Peterson's debut. And Carson Wentz is also That was Carson Wentz's rookie season. Um, Philadelphia owns a 3-0 record in First Energy Stadium and has won four straight road games versus Cleveland. The last time the Eagles traveled to Cleveland was on September 9, 2012, when they won 17-16. Miles Sanders ranked second among NFL running backs in rushing average, trailing only Nick Chubb. So this could definitely be like a, a running back uh matchup between probably the two one or two best running backs in the NFL right now. I, now, I didn't say two, like one and two. I'm just saying, you know, I don't we know Nick Chubb is the top five, but Sanders right now is the top ten because of injuries. Um now Brandon Graham does lead the Eagles defense in sacks, which is tied for the eighth most in the NFL. Um, you know, you got Graham, Leonard Floyd, Trey H- Hendrickson, Darius Smith, and TJ Watt. Jason Kelsey has started 98 consecutive regular season games, which is the longest active streak among NFL centers. All right. Um, this would be on Fox. Um, let me see. Uh, all right. So the Browns, um, their offense ain't, ain't bad. I mean, the rank 23rd on offense, rush offense the rank 4th. So that's going to be a problem. But pass offense the rank 30th. Points per game the rank 18th. Third down uh percentage the rank 18th. Uh, fourth down offensive offense percentage the rank 27th. And resume efficiency the rank Six. Uh, on defense, they're ranked fifteenth uh, in total defense. they ranked on rush defense eighth. On pass defense, they're ranked twenty-first. So that's good. Um, points per game, they're ranked thirteenth. They allow twenty-seven points per game. Third down defense, they're ranked 29th. Fourth down defense, the ranked thirty-first. Red zone defense, the ranked thirteenth. Um, Eagles, the ranked on offense twenty-seventh. Total offense on rush defense, the ranked tenth. Pass offense, the ranked twenty-seventh. Points per game, the ranked twenty-fourth. Third down offense percentage, the ranked twenty-fourth. Fourth down offense percentage, the ranked thirtieth. And red zone offense percentage, they're ranked eleventh. And total defense, the rank uh, eleventh. And rush defense, the rank twenty-six. And pass defense, the ranked sixth. Um, and points per game, the rank seventeenth. And third down defense, the rank tenth. And fourth down defense percentage, the rank twelfth. And red zone defense percentage, the rank twenty-fourth. Um. So, it's gonna be a huge game. Uh. For, for the Eagles, obviously, um, I think what needs to happen, if we get this the low scoring Cleveland Browns that we've had for like the past two weeks, I think Eagles absolutely have a chance, especially if if Doug Peterson, because he at least for this week he is still your your head coach and offensive coordinator, so I think what needs to happen is. You have to get Carson Wentz involved, and in, you got to get Carson Wentz involved in the um in the offense. <clears throat> Not only that, but you got to get uh Travis Fulgham's uh confidence back to normal. Right, you have to get that. You have to get his confidence back to normal. You have to have, uh, you have to have, uh Miles Sanders in that and uh Boston Scott in that run game go wild, right. Um, you also have to have, um, you also have to have, um, maybe get Alshon Lowe involved, but not too much that you, you kind of bring down the confidence of, um, of Fulgham, um, right? All right. So that's the key things. Um, you know, you get, you got Jalen Rager there. Um, now if you get Zach Ertz back this week, watch out. I'm I'm gonna say it right now. Y'all better watch out because the Philadelphia Eagles are coming for your throats. But I don't think he'll be back this week. I rather I would be more confident to see him against Seattle on a Monday night. But we'll see. Now, but with that being said, people, this is what's what it's about. This is what it's about getting Carson Wentz out of the pocket against a team like the Cleveland Browns. We know how good the defense... They got a good defense. If you can get Carson Wentz out of pocket, or if he's in the pocket, he doesn't hold the ball for too long. He does not turn it over three, four times. Um, Does he have a chance to turn it over at least once in this game? Absolutely. So I would not be surprised if he turns it over at least once in this game. Um, I would say probably a fumble um, because of Miles Garrett, but um, I'm confident in my quarterback. I... I I get less confidence each, each and every week from Carson Wentz. But I believe the anger that Doug Peterson has, that this defense and offense has, I believe that will work well in our favor. And I believe, I do believe, we will defeat the Cleveland Browns. This will probably be our last win until like week 16. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But I will say, I'm going to say that we win this week against the Cleveland Browns. It's going to be a close one. It's probably going to be a low-scoring game, unless the offense looks like the juggernaut, juggernaut team that they were supposed to look like. Um, I'm going to say the Philadelphia, my Philadelphia Eagles, I say they defeat the, uh, the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland and Lincoln Financial Fee. Wow. That's that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's in Cleveland. No, that's in Philadelphia. Um, they defeat the Cleveland Browns. Um, um, they defeat them. Hmm. This one, I'm going to say ends up uh, Cleveland. I'm going to say Cleveland. <clears throat> I'm going to go with a score of the Cleveland Browns. 13. Matter of fact, no. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Browns, 17. And I'm going to go with the Philadelphia Eagles, 20. That's right. I believe my Philadelphia Eagles, they'll win 20. Yeah, 20 to 17, a very close game. Very uh, Not a high scoring game. And I believe, uh, This is a much well-needed win for the Philadelphia Eagles. If the Eagles if <clears throat> if the Philadelphia Eagles do not beat if my Philadelphia Eagles do not beat the the uh the Cleveland Browns this week we are not winning the division. I'm saying it right now. We are not winning the division. There's no way we do, and I'm trying to be as nice as I can, but with the New York football giants coming on the rise, and if, you know, Cowboys are getting Andy Dalton back, and who knows, maybe Andy Dalton plays like an actual uh, quarterback, at least a good backup, Cowboys could have a chance, so we got to, we got to at least win three more, I say, I say we got to beat, we got to beat the Cleveland Browns this week, we got to beat the Dallas Cowboys, and we got to beat the Washington football team. I mean, now if we could beat any of these good teams, like maybe Arizona, maybe Green Bay, or even maybe a Seattle. Okay, I'm not saying they're going to beat those three teams, but at least get one or two wins out of those teams. That'd be great. So, uh, but with that being said, y'all, this is all I got for the show. Um, And uh, it's going to be very exciting, very interesting to see what happens when... um, the Philadelphia Eagles go to Cleveland to face off against against the Cleveland Browns. Baker Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. Now also uh Baker has uh don't forget about this. The defense is angry and Baker does turn over the he does turn over the ball fairly fairly well too. So um don't be surprised if um, Philadelphia is able to at least get an interception against Baker Mayfield, um, this, this, this week. Now, that's where good coaching comes in, though. If I'm Stefanski, I believe his name is, I'm running the ball up the Eagles' bad run defense this year's throats, um, that's what I'm doing I am running I, I I'm dude I am running 30 40 times and I'm only passing like five or ten <laughs> um, and if I am the defensive coordinator for the Cleveland Browns I'm coming after Carson Wentz Miles Sanders can run he can run it all all night if he wants against this against this, this uh, Cleveland Browns team. Go ahead, run it all you want, but I'll tell you what, when you pass it, Miles Garrett and other boys are going to be coming for Carson Wentz, and Carson Wentz isn't even going to be able to think about to, who to throw it to, and that's going to be a problem. So if I'm the defensive coordinator of the Browns, that's what I do. That's my game plan. If I'm the Cleveland Browns coaching staff, what I do is run it, run it to run it, run it into Philly's uh, throats with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, or you could have Baker run and Eagles won't know what to do either. And um, another another one would be. you you blitz 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 unless you don't have to blitz and you can your defense could just get to Carson once then you're in a perfect situation you are in a perfect situation and if that's the case if you're able to get a Carson once in the second the Cleveland Browns should have no problem as long as they score they should have no problem defeating my Philadelphia Eagles. But if, if that's not the case, if the Eagles have a perfect game plan, if the Philadelphia Eagles have a perfect game plan against this Cleveland Browns team, then, like, the offense is going. If the offense is able to be the offense, if the Philadelphia Eagles are able to get the offense rolling, If the Eagles are able to get that offense rolling, Carson Wentz plays an actual franchise quarterback. Miles Sanders and Balsa Scott running running the ball and catching the ball are able to and the wide receivers do their part. And the defense at, at, at least plays um, um average average defense. Cause you're not gonna stop uh Kareem Hunt and you're not gonna stop Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb to fifty yards piece. No, but you will be able, if you're able to just, you don't let them beat you that much. If you're able to contain them well enough you sh- and your offense does their part, you should be able to win this game 20 to 17. That's why I picked my Eagles, but what, I've, what we've seen lately from them, I would not be surprised if the Cleveland Browns defeat them, but... We will see people. We'll see. So ladies and gentlemen, this is the Mark Cologne podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh next week, hopefully, um uh, I'm in a happy, I'm in a happier mood. I'm not killing my eagles, and hopefully they, they have gotten a win and they are still hopefully on top of the division. So we'll see you next week. Thank you guys for listening to the Mark Cologne podcast. This is The Mark Cologne on The Mark Cologne. Wow, wrestling. (laughs) All right, here we go. Let's try this again. Reverse. This is Husband, Father, 3, 2, 1, Podcaster. And you guys have just listened to The Mark Cologne on The Mark Cologne Sports. Podcast. Yes, that is right. Thank you. Thank you guys. And I will see you guys next week. All right. Goodbye.